Welcome to the Future is Now podcast. I am your host, Mr. Foresight. Join me on this journey of personal growth, success, and the intentional destination of unleashing our full potential. I believe that success comes down to having courage, confidence, but most important, taking charge of the future that God intended us all to have. Welcome to another show. I'm your host, Mr. Foresight. And today we're going to, today's podcast, actually, this episode came to me actually while I was driving. I ran across a billboard that said something. Before I tell you what that billboard said, let me say, you know, when we're, you know, and I don't know if any of you guys out there like me, but I tend to drift off. And just in my thoughts when I'm driving And every now and then um, Especially if I'm going the way that I Typically take A path that I typically take all the time I tend to Sometimes I don't even know how I get there Because I, I, I drift off into my head But This particular time I think uh, and this A couple of days ago actually I saw this billboard And um, I think it was new. And then again, it who knows? Because again, I drift off, so it, it could have been there for a month. Um, but this is what it said. It said, rock bottom will teach you lessons that mountaintops never will. And I remember seeing that and came out of my uh, day, my days. And um, I said, ain't that the truth? Rock bottom. I'm sure a lot of us, um, a lot of you just listening to this right now probably can say probably saying amen to that rock by being at rock bottom um because i know i've been there many times too many times for I, sometimes i feel like i've been there too many times for one person <laughs> to to uh go through in this lifetime but um i have been there nonetheless and that's what this um podcast episode is about actually it's it's about um the lessons that we learn at rock bottom. So yeah, the lessons that we learn because they are lessons. There are some valuable lessons. Some of these lessons you can't get no other place, but rock bottom. Now I wish it didn't have to be that way. And those of you out there, I wouldn't don't just, Try to figure a way to fall to rock bottom or journey to rock bottom just because down there is where you 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 get the gems. I wish it wasn't like that, but if your life is not like that, I don't suggest you screw your life up so that you can hit rock bottom to rise up again. I really don't suggest that. But we're going to talk about this today. We're going to explore it a little bit. So it's the lessons learned at rock bottom. Okay. So we're going to explore mainly what we're going to explore is the, uh, the crucial aspects and, of uh, the, uh, personal and professional growth that you can obtain while, when you hit rock bottom, we'll be discussing some valuable lessons that to me, I feel like you can only get these lessons when we find ourselves face down in the dirt. Seriously. Uh, it's just 
I don't know what it is about hitting rock bottom. It's like, you know, you guys hear me say, you know, you get away from the noise. But I'm going to tell you, there's no noise at rock bottom. <laughs> no noise at all. So you're there with your thoughts. You, you have nothing there but your thoughts. So I guess that's part of the experience of hitting rock bottom. You get this sort of like regroup. I hope you just don't give up um, because um, rock bottom has taken a lot of people out because it's a mental thing and it's it, and it's uh, so bad it, it can it, it can harm your mental health big time and if you're if you're already dealing with um, depression or um, your mental health just ain't right you know sometimes when you get down to rock bottom you feel like there's no ladder or um, hand that could pull you out. And I'm here to talk to you about that and how you're so sadly mistaken if you think rock bottom is the end of your story. So um, I've put together eight key insights that I have uh, valuable insights that I've taken in when I was down at rock bottom, probably like the fourth or second, fourth fifth, sixth time that I was down there. So I should be an expert by now at rock bottom. I can tell you where to turn when you get down there. <laughs> oh, where not to go. So we're going to dive straight in and, and, and take a, um, a deeper dive into the place we all know is rock bottom. So number one, we're going to talk about humility. You know, because when we hit rock bottom, what it does is it forces you to face yourself. And a lot of times when we face ourselves, it makes us confront our own limitations and acknowledge uh, the things that we cannot do on our own. Now, for me, hitting rock bottom was, oh, man, it was really it, it, it made me more humble. And this was coming from a person that when I hit rock bottom for the first big time that I hit um, rock bottom, I even have a tattoo on my the lower of my neck that says the lower part of my neck that says humble. So uh, it, it's there. Mind you, it was there <laughs> before I really had humility. But hitting rock bottom made me become even more humble. And it made it showed me that I wasn't invincible. And how many of us out there, we we feel like we don't need anyone's help. For one, we don't need anybody's help. At least that's 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 how we feel when we're doing something or we're going through life. We tend to forget that wherever we are in life, chances are there's people that helped you get there. And sometimes you can rise so far and so fast that you you can forget that and you can start to think, especially when you don't include God in the picture. You know, when you don't include God in the picture, so many times you start thinking, I did that. I was, I am the reason I am where I am today. Well, you had to show up, but it was God that got you there. It was God that put those people and put favor in those people's heart for you 
to make it where you made it. And sometimes we forget that. And I don't know if it's we forget it because we we start just obtaining so many worldly things. And I, I love to say worldly things is because items and material possessions such as house, cars, jewelry, whatever it is that you whatever your vice is or something that you you feel like you have to have for some people is cars for some people is watches others it's um houses nice clothes um women um men it could be any number of things and they you, you get these things you obtain these things and you forget you truly start to forget what's important and what's truly important and that you you have a purpose here and that God really allowed for you to have all of that. He allowed that. He made a way for that. Yeah. Yeah. You, you put in work for it. You know, you put in all the hard studying and different things, but you don't think God played a part in that. Who woke you up this morning? So sometimes we hit rock bottom and, and, and don't get me wrong. Hitting rock bottom doesn't have to mean you're dead broke. Hitting rock bottom doesn't have to mean that you lost your high paying job. Hitting rock bottom could be something as simple as the person you're with leaves you and it, and they leaves you for things that you did, whether it was infidelity whether it was a uh, uh, mental abuse, hopefully not physical abuse. It's just things that you did because you got to a point where you no longer was humble. You no longer had any humility. So sometimes you got to hit rock bottom. And I, I, I always feel like that's God sticking, <laughs> sticking his leg out and letting you trip and fall on your face for a reason. And it's a humbling reminder that we are not invincible, but rather a part of a larger community for some of us. And what it can do is it, it provides strength when we're weak. So sometimes hitting rock bottom is for you to regroup, actually think about what's important in your life and get some humility. That is so important. We always have to stay humble. And it and it's not always easy. What's the easiest way to stay humble? I say the easiest way to stay humble is always compare. Always compare. When I even think about some hard days that I have or some experiences that I go through or some challenges, what I do is I compare where I am today and then I'll look back to where I was and I'll say you know am I more stressed or less stressed now am I better off now am I in a better situation although this situation is causing um, it's causing slight stress a little bit challenging but am I better off than I was last year um, last month last week Am I better off? And then if I, if that answer nine times out of 10 
if every time I come back to the same answer and say, yes, I would rather still be here than where I was last year, then it, it, it gives you a sense of humility. Like, you know, this is challenging, but I'm blessed. I am blessed. And you can only get that if you, I hope you don't have to hit rock bottom to get that. I hope you don't hit to have to hit rock bottom to understand what I'm talking about because you don't have to hit rock bottom to feel, to, to feel um, humble and humility and be humble, feel humility and feel as though you're blessed and thank Jesus Christ for um, allowing you to make it this far. You don't have to, you don't have to hit rock bottom for that. It's just sadly we do more people hit rock bottom first. And I find it, it's almost, it's crazy. It's, it's like when, and any of us, a lot of you probably will be able to relate to what I'm about to say. The most people I want to say, and I'm just throwing this out here. So don't go Googling it and looking it up, but I'm going to say at least over 90% of people when they find God, it was at their lowest point. And it's almost like that is almost by design. That's crazy. When you think about it is that cause I, I clearly remember one of my lowest points in a dark room when I felt like I had nowhere to turn and I, and I was terrified. I was terrified. Um, not like someone that was after me or something, but I was terrified life wise. I was terrified as a man, like what am I going to do with my life? I've screwed this up. I've screwed that job up. I've screwed this career up. I don't have a, um, Nothing in the bank. I don't have a roof over my head. I'm in my mother's basement from where I, you know, where I started. I'm back here. That was one of my darkest, darkest um, points. And for me, that was my rock bottom because what I feared, I felt like had came back. It had circled back around. I feared um, going back to that ending up back where I started with nothing to show for it. So it was a humbling experience for me. It was so humbling and it was so humbling that, like I said, I was terrified. Like, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? And it was then that God, seriously, he stuck his hand out in that dark room and I am, I embraced his hand and he pulled me up out of the darkness. And I never forgot that. I'm not saying I never fell again, but that was low. That was one of them really low points. So it's a point of reference for me, rather. I don't care how bad things got from after that, you know, I went through life and I wish um, I didn't have to fall again, but I did because my heart hit it. But I went on, I went through life and I will trip and I'll fall on my face again. But that point of reference where 
I was down, down deep in this, this, this cavern with nobody around where I couldn't hear anyone, but God, and I never forgot that. So for me, that's a point of reference for my, my biggest challenge today doesn't compare to that. So I challenge all of you do not fall there. But if, 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 I'm, if I'm talking to you right now and or someone is coming to you and telling you passing these words off, um, have, be, be humble. But if you're down there and if any of my listeners are down there at rock bottom right now, you're down there for a reason. And my best advice is take what God is trying to show you and just acknowledge that you can't do everything on your own and it's just being humble thanking god and and honestly if you're down right there on rock bottom at that point you should thank god for just even recognizing that he's trying to get through to you and get some humility uh, to get you to be humble so Humility is number one. That one is really close to my heart. Um, my second one is resilience. Resilience. So that's a, that's another one. Resilience. We always have to practice that. Um, well, you almost. Well, you can't practice resilience. You can only when it, when it happens. You just have to be resilient and say, "I'm not gonna lose." So, rock bottom. It teaches us that setbacks are temporary. And that's that's the most important thing to know. Whatever you're facing today is temporary. It's just temporary. And whatever you're facing today is a storm. Yes. There's a lesson involved. There is a lesson. So what you're going to have to do, we're going to have to build up. Uh, you hear people say resilience. I like to say armor. Take your bumps and your bruises or take the uh, take the lash against your armor, your armor, because all it is is adversity. And I'm telling you something, anything that's worth fighting for or anything out there that you're striving for, that you're wanting, you're going to have to practice resilience to get it. You're going to have to practice resilience to overcome adversity there. I wish it was an easier route because I would take it. I truly would. But everything that I've seen, you hear me say it all the time, life is, is it's not easy, but it's not easy for a reason. It's like boot camp. When I went to boot camp, they said that boot camp really, it strips you down and it, they build you back up. But it, you know, boot camp, like a lot of things, is just meant to weed out the weak and the ones who don't want it as bad as others. So if it's something that you want out there and that it's something you praying for from God, just the bigger it is, sometimes it doesn't even have to be that big, but it's not just going to come to you on a silver platter. It's not, it is not. You're going to have to go through some adversity. It's going to be someone that's going to, be in front of the prize that you're trying to get to. And they are really, truly there just to stop you. 
It might be that nasty coworker that's just treats you bad for no reason. You do not understand why this person does not like you. It could be a family member. It could be a boss. It, but if, if it's something you're going for, whether it's school, it could be a teacher. You're like, why this teacher just doesn't like me? I do all my, I ask all the questions. I participate. Uh, I'm always doing my work on time, homework, everything. But this teacher just does not like me. Sometimes they're not mental. They just don't. They don't know it. They don't know it. They're just part of your plan that God has for you. And it's something you're going to um, learn or obtain from that challenge. So if you're giving up on everything, every challenge or every goal, if all it takes for you is to come up against adversity for you to quit or change gears and say, you know what? Maybe I don't want this job. Or you know what? Uh, Maybe I'm just not ready for school. Maybe I'm just going to take a semester off because I'm just tired or um, maybe I'm just not as smart as I thought I was. Well, that doesn't sound, that ain't how you build up resilience to really get good at it. It's like exercising a muscle. You have to continue with repetition. So when you come up against adversity in these challenges, it's okay to regroup. It's okay to sit back, especially if, because that might be your rock bottom. It's okay to sit there and really think about why, why do you want what you want? Why are you, why do you want another job? Why do you want a pay raise? Why do you want that bachelor's degree or that associate degree or that nursing degree or that doctorate? Why do you want it? And not only that, what are you willing to overcome to achieve it? That's how you practice and build up your resilience. You have to keep every time you get knocked down. You, I, it may take you longer to get up, but you got to get up and keep going, period. And by doing that, what you will start to learn is you you'll learn to pick yourself up. We, we do. it. I had to learn to pick myself up and dust myself off and then keep going. And guess what? Life kept knocking me down. It, it, it came a point in my life. I'll never forget this. It came a point in my life that I asked one of my good friends. I said, man, I've been praying so long and been I've been just focusing on trying to get be, you know, trying to be a better person, but trying to fulfill my dreams in life trying I've been trying so hard so many years what if it's just not meant to happen you know it'll make that's what it that's when you really up against adversity when it can make you sit back and say maybe maybe this ain't meant for me and guess what sometimes sometimes God does change things he does change he does change. That's why, you know, we may set out to do something and end up somewhere else. I can't tell you, especially career wise with me, everything that I set out to do, I ended up somewhere else. Although what I set out to do is in it's in that 
in that um in that mix a little bit as well. So I truly do believe that you have to be you have to practice resilience and not only when you practice it, you got to be so strong that no outside force or no outside person can make you doubt yourself. Period. When you get to that point to where when people say, when people doubt you or when you have these people, these gatekeepers, that's, that's, that's what I wanted to say. When you have these gatekeepers, these people that are, they're picking and choosing who should come through that gate. When you get to that point to where regardless who the gatekeeper is, you know, they cannot keep you out and you don't care. Because you know what you are meant to do. And not only that, you know what you're going to do regardless how many times they try to block you. That's resilience. So that's number two. Number one, humility. Number two, resilience. And these these are things that are they get sharpened. Sharpened when you're in rock bottom. Um, number three, appreciation. Appreciation. That's right up there with uh, humility. Appreciation. You see, when we hit rock bottom, you become more appreciative of the things that we often took for granted, whether that been a person, whether that been your 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 level in life, your good health, steady employment. Your business, supported uh, relationships, it's that. It, hitting rock bottom affords you to finally sit down and actually have some appreciation about the people that's in your life. And it actually makes you rise up out of it a little bit more empathetic and grateful to the individuals that God has allowed to come in your life. So that appreciation, and and I was talking about that earlier. If you think about it, think about it. I said that I weigh things and I compare. That's what I said. Actually, I compare, I compare where I was yesterday, last year, last week to where I am today. And when I compare, you know, it's easy to see that, yes, I may not have everything that I want and I may not be at the goal that I set for myself. But man, am I blessed. I got some serious appreciation for the Lord. I got some serious appreciation for those that the Lord has put favor in their heart for me, you know. I have serious appreciation for those people who believed in me when no one else did, who gave me a chance when no one else did, you know, um, they will always be appreciated always. And that is, those are the things we can't take for granted. Those type of people we have to, and the only way you're going to do it sometimes. I hate if you have to fall to rock bottom to, really appreciate people those those who've helped you but not only that just appreciate the lord and what he's blessed you with 
I I really hope you don't have to fall for that because it's one thing to have to become humble and resilient, but it's another thing to be, have to learn appreciation because if you can't appreciate like where you are, like it's nothing worse than complaining about things you don't have. And then when you get them, you don't appreciate them. So you say, you know, yeah, I got it, but um, I, I, I got this house or I got this car, but it's not really what I want. I'm having problems out of it. My, my, uh, my, my paint is peeling on my house. That doesn't sound like somebody who appreciates something, you know, at what point did that person say, well, at least I got a car. And I love to say that. I love to say that. I tell people this kind of stuff all the time. I love to say that people say, Oh, look at that car over there. Look at, Oh man, look at it's a beater. And I'll say my favorite thing to say all the time is at least they driving. I remember my first car, it was a rust bucket, but you couldn't tell me nothing because I was on four wheels. I wasn't catching the bus. I wasn't catching the Detroit bus. I was driving. I didn't even have power steering. It was that Mustang was so old. But guess what? I was driving. And somebody had something slick to say to me. I said, where your car? Where's your car? So that's appreciation. That is that's appreciation. So wherever you are right now. If you're at your lowest, I want you to seriously find something around you. Find something in your circumstance that you can say, I'm still blessed. I'm blessed. And even if that something is just that you're here on earth, you're still here. And you're still here for a purpose. So appreciation. We all have to have it. And if you don't have it, you need to you need to find a way to get it. Because regardless what little you have, you still have something. Here's another favorite of mine. When I really when I was coming up with this list, this is one that I really I love this one. Clarity. Clarity. That's another thing that you can sharpen when you're in rock bottom. You see, that experience alone just hitting rock bottom. It provides you of a clarity that. That you 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 get to use that situation to figure out what changes you need to make, significant changes that you need to make to change your life around. And sometimes you you're not going to get it no other way. It's clearing the noise. Sometimes that's all it is, clearing the noise. It may involve reevaluating your priorities what really matters to you back to the appreciation evaluate reevaluating your priorities we're just making tough decisions that's necessary for your well-being whether that be removing yourself from a toxic situation and a toxic situation could be anything again it doesn't just have to be toxic people sometimes think that toxic uh, you hear toxic relationships more than anything, but there are toxic relationships that we have with our employer. So sometimes it might be making a tough decision of leaving that, em- that employer 
that you've been with for a decade plus. Yes, you may actually have to take, you may have to figure a way to take a pay cut for your mental health. But that's what that clarity would do. Because if you're at rock bottom because of an employer and you're still there, and yes, you're getting a paycheck, but you feel at you're at rock bottom emotionally and mentally, now the clarity is you need to sit down and say, how important is it to you to continue putting up with that? Or to continue picking yourself up emotionally off the ground when your your job continues to knock you off a small pedestal. And that's where the tough decision come in at. So being down there, take advantage. Clarity. It gives you clarity and you may have to get out that piece of paper. You may have to talk to your significant other if you have one and say, look, baby, this job killing me. It is killing me. I am miserable. What can we do to get me out of it? I'm making X amount of dollars. What can we do that I can take a a a pay decrease just to save my mental. And because trust me, if you're feeling that at your, at work, Oh, you trust me, your home life is starting to suffer too, because you think you're just going to leave all that at work and just come home and just leave it just there. And it'd be waiting on you next day. No, no chances are if you're miserable at work, you're not too happy at home either. So you need to be at rock bottom right now with the clarity to look around and say, I need to make a significant change in my life. I may need some help doing it, but I need to work at doing that, which is going to take us to number five, which is self reflection. I like to call it intro intro uh, inspection sometimes because that's what you have to do. Sometimes is really just sit down, Look at your surroundings, but look at yourself. You see, and I, I'm trying to keep you guys from getting to rock bottom to do all of these things. But if you're at rock bottom, I'm trying to teach you how to use that rock bottom as a source of strength to get up and try again. So, Being at rock bottom, for those of you that are there now, it provides that opportunity for that intense self-reflection. It forces us to confront our flaws and weaknesses and just take responsibility for our own actions. And then it's that self-awareness, shall I say, that is vital to our personal growth. Remember, if you're not growing, you might as well just be a tree. You have to continue to grow and rock bottom and do that for you. Cause here's the thing. What I don't want anyone to do is hit rock bottom and stay there. It's not meant for you to stay there. It's not purgatory. Rock bottom is not purgatory, but it damn sure feels like it when you're there, but it's not meant for you to stay there. It's not. It's that place 
where sometimes it's that place. Actually, more times than not, it's that place where you get to hear God. You get to hear God. And after you hear God, hear him well, then when he, when you listen to him speak and you think about, think about why you're there, what puts you there? Think about your flaws. Think about your weaknesses. And, but at the end of that rock bottom session, what is really meant is for you to be responsible for your actions. If you put yourself there, nine times out of 10, we did um, be responsible for it and say, okay, I know this feeling well, because that's the thing. I don't want you to forget the feeling. Don't ever forget the feeling of rock bottom. Don't ever forget it. You always have to remember it, carry it with you. Don't carry it as a, as a crutch or anything, but carry it as a reminder of why you don't want to go there. Why you don't want to go back. And for those of you out there that sin right now, well, why you went back so many times? Hard hit. I'm just hard headed. But I've been there and left so many times that I can tell you um, I know the route out. I'm always going to know how to find my way out. Always. Always. And that's why I'm here to tell you. Take it from somebody who's fallen to rock bottom more times than he care to admit. Uh, if you're there, chances are this ain't the first time you've been there. And so the mere fact that you're there now, you should know the way out to. But don't just go out to say, yeah, I'll be back. Go out with the intentions of not coming back. Self-reflect while you're down there in rock bottom. You know yourself better than you don't know yourself better than God, but you know yourself better than those around you. And only, you know, you know, you know why you're there and you know what God is trying to get through to you. You know it. Trust me, you know it. And take it from me. Take it from my hard headed ass. Since you know it. Learn the lesson and just get out. Graduate. Trust me. Graduate, close that door, and try not to come back. Number six, empathy. Empathy. Hitting rock bottom. <laughs> empathy. Did you ever did you know that when you hit rock bottom, you become more empathetic toward others who are going through similar experiences? Now, that's when you hit rock bottom. You it's like you the veil is taken off your um, eyes and you're like oh what the hell look at all these people struggling with me around here you were struggling all that time yeah but you wasn't humble enough to see it see i'm at a point now where i don't have to be at rock bottom to be empathetic toward others i don't at all i i love helping others but i like helping other people help themselves that's the difference. I'm going to help you, but I'm only going to, I'm going to help you help yourself. Why? Because I did it. So you can do it. Don't tell me you can't. Hey, trust me, you probably ain't falling as far as I've fallen. So don't tell me. I don't, I've heard all the excuses. So I am empathetic to those that 
are trying and trying and trying and they get tired. They get tired. And sometimes all they need is an encouraging word. I'm that man. And not only that, I can relate. I would never, ever rise so, so high that I can't relate. I can relate on every level, every level. And I love that. I love that I can relate to on every level because I can talk to anyone, anyone. I have a greater sense and I want you to, to have a greater sense of compassion and desire to help others. See, just giving that the panhandler or someone over the homeless guy over there, 20 bucks and thinking that you have compassion and a desire to help others. That's not enough. That's sometimes that's not enough. Sometimes you can help people a lot, a lot better. If you show them a, a way, show them a plan, show them how you did it. And sometimes you can help a person more just with a kind word and not 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 looking at them with the judgmental eye that society does. So empathy and rock bottom, that's back. It's, it's just like being humbled, having empathy. Sometimes you have to fall to rock bottom to gain that empathy, to, to have empathy. Be empathetic toward others. Like I said, if you've never been homeless, you you can say, man, man, I bet you, man, I, I hate that you're homeless and this and that. But can you really relate? You can't, you can't relate on that level. I'm sorry. And if I, if you're talking to me, I listen to those who, first I need to know if you can relate to me. Because if you can't relate to me, chances are mm, we might not have a lot in common, but I'm respectful. But I need to know how many battles you've went through and where's your where's your um, wounds at. Show me your battle scars from life. And more importantly, show me how you got through it. How'd you get through it? That's I'm more experienced. I want to hear that more so than how much money you got or how how big your house is or how fast your car is. That means nothing to me. None of that. Oh, your vacation, your wild vacation you went on to this country that none of that means a thing to me. How tell me about your worst war, your worst battle with um, yourself, your worst your hardest challenge. What did it do to you? What do you remember? And why don't you want to go back? That's what I want to hear. All the other stuff. That's an afterthought. That's an afterthought. I want to hear everything else. You know, I never thought I would believe when people told me, you know, I used to, you know, I told you I study people and I used, I study um, successful people. And a lot of them said, you know, some of their greatest memories, all of their greatest memories, once they obtained the dream or whatever it is they wanted to do in life, they found that their the thing they remembered the most and held on to was those experiences that they, the storm, when they was in the storm, that's what they remember the most. And I remember I was thinking to myself, hearing that while going through storms, thinking, hell with that, 
I don't know what they're thinking about. I don't, how? But you know what? When I made it through those storms and I get here now and I look back at all of that, they're absolutely right. They're right. It's the things that I went through why I can talk to you so confidently now and tell you that you can too. Because those are the things that I hold on to. It's not the things you get to buy the uh, things you get to brag about or, you know, you sit around with family, you get to brag about this, you get to brag about that. Who gives a, I don't care. Who cares about that? Let's talk about how we made it here. Let's talk about that because I have a roadmap and I have some, some really mental scarring and some really dark, dark trauma and thoughts from back then that, that to me, that carries more weight than anything I would ever be able to buy or any lavish vacation I would ever go on because to me that's real life and that's what people are going to remember the most. That's what they're going to remember. So that's the empathy. That's the empathy of hitting rock bottom because now you're down to earth with those that are trying to make it the way you are seriously. And, and for those of you who don't think you've made it anywhere, trust me, you've made it further than someone behind you. So you need to stop thinking. I don't have this and I don't have that. You do. You have more than somebody. And I remember people used to tell me all the time, like my mom and them was like, well, you may not have much, but but there's people over here that's starving. There's people over there that don't have this. You may want a new bike, but what about that person over there who don't have a bike? Things like that. And as you get to be an adult, it's like you we forget that. We forget all those things. We forget that you have, you are blessed. You have some stuff that other people don't have. But it's not enough. Or when you got it, uh, you got it now, so it's not so shiny anymore. So that's why you hit rock bottom. So you can have that empathy. You can get that empathy to realize why you're down there. You can get that humility. You know what else? That takes me to number seven. Patience. Patience. Something I never had. Hitting rock bottom taught me more patience about success or getting to success than any book has ever taught me. Because, you know, you can read a book and people can tell you, or you can talk to somebody, you can talk to an entrepreneur, you can talk to that successful businessman, businessman and he can tell you this, or anybody, a pastor, they can tell you what they've been through. They can tell you what it felt like and they can tell you how long it took but sometimes we we still can't really envision it until we're going through it what are you waiting on today that seems like it's never gonna show up like that's that's how i learned my patience you remember what i just said earlier that i asked my i told my friend a good friend of mine i said you ever prayed for something so long you felt like maybe it's just not supposed to happen? I was being taught patience. And I was at rock bottom when I just said that to him. I was at rock bottom. I had 
rock bottom when I said that because to me, I'm like, man, it's been years, years I've been in this storm and it's just not happening. Did God move? Is he just ignoring me? What is going on? Patience. And that's what it taught me. Patience. Because I was the most impatient person it is. But guess what? I'm way more patient now. I'm way more patient. Because I understand the process now more than anything. It's a shame I had to go so many decades before I learned the value of patience and the importance of it. And then oh, just to even recognize that the change, the change is a gradual process rather than an overnight transformation. And some of you are probably saying, what's the overnight transformation? What have I ever got that fast? Well, ask somebody who hit the lottery for a million dollars. Ask someone that hit the lottery for a million dollars just off buying a ticket. That's a overnight transformation. And a lot of times that don't last long. That don't last long at all. However, when you go through through the gradual process like I had to go through and that I continue to go through, you 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 tend to appreciate it more. You tend to take care of it more. You tend to be a little bit, you know, you handle it. If you if it took you a long time to get success and it was a gradual process to get success, you tend to handle it with kids gloves. Take for instance, imagine someone gave you a car. You ever noticed that people who was giving car, giving cars as a child, not, I'm not, and this is not everybody, but I'm saying more, more times than not. Yes. Things that are, you're given in life, you tend to not take care of as well as the things that you worked hard to get. The things that you worked hard to get, you tend to give it a little bit more tender loving care. And that comes from the blood, sweat and tears. So I it's hard. It's hard to say and tell you the gradual take the gradual um, gradual uh, process rather than something quick and fast. But you don't have a choice, really. If God wants to say if he has a date in his mind is two, three years from now, how are you going to skip the process? How are you going to skip it? Especially how are you going to skip it and truly get the true blessing that he's making you wait for? That's something you learn in rock bottom patience. And there's so many of you listening right now that are in rock bottom and your rock bottom may not be like the worst of worst situation, but it's sort of like, it's, it's just a rock bottom patience. It's patience. Some of you are in school right now. You're dealing with that hateful teacher or you're, you're dealing with going to work and you're going to school. My hat goes off to you because that is hard. I did it. But that's where the patience comes in that you wish, you know, because it ain't nothing worse than (laughs) having to work (laughs) 40 hours and go to school at night just so you can get this degree while you're in school with people who school is their whole thing. 
so they're taking like three, four classes and they're bragging how they're going to be done in a year and a half. And you're like, I'm going to be doing this uh, at this rate. I'm going to be doing this at three years. That's patience. But guess what? You're learning something that they're not. You're getting two things. You, you got the responsibility of taking care of yourself or your family, but taking care of yourself. So you got to work 40 hours a week and try to better yourself so you can make even more money and take care of your family or yourself. They're not going to get that. They just getting one and then they got to go out and get the other one. And believe me, they're rock bottom. Well, what they got to experience is they get, no one can skip the process. So my hat goes off to you. Patience, patience, trust me. It will be worth it in the end. Now let's talk about the last one. Strength. Let's talk about strength. Strength. Hitting rock bottom requires a tremendous, tremendous amount of strength and courage. You see, like me, what it taught me, it's going to teach you that you're much stronger than you ever thought possible. And that in the end, you can overcome even the most significant challenges. You know why I can say that? Because I've done it. I've done it. Nothing. There's nothing like hitting rock bottom and and gathering your strength to come back up like a phoenix out the ashes and continue to go about your way with your sights on the same target. But yeah, you had to hit rock bottom, but your strength and your courage. Remember, remember what I said. It's not about us. We're selfish. We tend to think our, our rock bottom situations and our challenges and different things are about us. It's not about you. It's about those that you are going to help because that's what life is about. I had to learn that the hard way. I had to learn that really late in life. But, man, I'm telling you, I'm glad I learned it. I'm glad I learned it because it feels good to be able to sit here and share this with you guys. It feels so good to to come out of those situations and say, you know what? I didn't come out of those situations empty handed. I brought some things that some, some gems, some tools that I can share with the masses and people like you guys, the listeners to help you through whatever it is you're in. But more importantly, more importantly, convince you that it's not about you. It's about those that's coming after you and Take your rock bottom situation and show somebody else how not to land there or if they're there or if they end up there, but how to emerge out of it. That's what rock bottom is about. That's what it's about. Lessons learned. It's about the lessons learned. It ain't about the, yes, you're going to get wounds and you're going to, yeah, it's going to hurt, but that ain't what it's about. Make it worth it. Make it worth it. You know? So, in summary, look at it like this. Hitting rock bottom can be a painful experience. Take it is painful. But it provides all of us with a valuable lesson 
that we may never learn otherwise. Hear me again. It provides you with valuable lessons that you may not learn otherwise, meaning no book, <laughs> no audio book, <laughs> no teacher, no nothing. Sometimes you just have to hit rock bottom to get what God is trying to get you to, to understand. And not even I can prepare you for that. But I'm what I'm trying to do is give you the tools while you're down at rock bottom to take it and say, you know what? I'm here. I might as well learn something from it. So please, whatever you do, embrace what I'm telling you because you can turn all those setbacks and the rock bottom uh, situations to opportunities for growth and transformation because that's what it's about. I thank you as always. And I hope that you guys got something out of this episode of, um, you know, just knowledge, learning what to do and rock bottom situations because you all there's it, it, here's, here's the, here's the crazy thing, a cool thing about it. Everybody listening here right now, you've either been in rock bottom situations. No, I ain't even going to say either. You've all been at that lowest point. You've all been at that lowest point. What did you learn? Why were you there? Were you there because of your own doing? Or were you there for something else? Either way, did you take anything from it? Because if you didn't, you might just be revisiting it soon. As always, I love you all. I'm out. Woo! As we come to the end of another fire episode, I want to leave you with this thought. There's no limit to what you can achieve in life if you focus on setting and working towards your goals. So until next time, get out, master those challenges, and make no doubt the future will be yours.